T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, lots to talk about, including the governor's budget with Sean Scanlon, Connecticut Comptroller. Here on Brian and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning, Sean. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Uh, any general thoughts uh, on the budget in general? I know it's not necessarily, it, we have no idea what it's going to look like come June, but uh, what, what, where, do you, where are you focused on in terms of what you think people should, should know about? Well, I think what they should know about is that the governor presented a budget that I think really reflects how much progress we've made in Connecticut in recent years, right? When I was in the legislature under the Malloy years, we had huge deficits, $3 billion deficits. Um, we put some changes in place in 2017 that have now turned Connecticut's finances around. And I think the governor's budget is a reflection of that in the sense that he's able to offer the biggest tax cut in the history of the state. He's investing in local schools and housing uh, but also not, um, you know, walking away from the things that are enabling that uh, budget growth, like making sure that we're si- saving some money for rainy days. And I think that um, his budget was a really, really good first start, and I'm excited to see where it goes. The, you know, you recently announced the the $1.3 billion surplus projected for the fiscal year. What is, is there one or two specific reasons for it? Yeah. So back in 2017, we couldn't get a budget done, and Democrats and Republicans were just fighting, fighting, fighting. And in October of that year, which was four months after we're supposed to pass the budget, we passed the first bipartisan budget in recent history. And what that bipartisan budget did was it enacted some fiscal reforms, but the most important one of them was this thing called the volatility cap. And this is obviously really wonky, Brian, but basically what it does is we are very, very reliant on Wall Street money because a lot of people work there but live here. And those are high earners that make a really big difference in our tax code. And so when things are going really well on Wall Street, we're doing good when it comes to tax collection. But when things are not going well, uh, we were in a little bit of a hole. What the volatility cap did was basically say, hey, when things are going good, let's save this money. Let's tie the legislature's hands so that they can't spend it. And then we have these constant boomer budget, uh, you know, budget cycles that really got us into trouble during the below years. So because of that single one change, we've now had five consecutive years of budget surpluses. We've paid down more pension debt in the last two years than ever before in Connecticut. Uh, and I think we're preparing for the worst in the future if, in fact, the recession does come. And that that guardrail specifically is staying in place or, or is expected to? Because, I mean, it seems like Democrats, yeah, I mean, take your, your rep hat off because now you have controllers hat, but Democrats seem to want to be spending a little bit more of this money. Well, I think we've seen kind of a weird uh, flip-flop of the parties in recent years where the Democrats, especially under Ned, who is more of a moderate Democrat, have become sort of more about fiscal uh, discipline than the other side. Um, and, you know, the other side, especially, you know, during the campaign last year, they were proposing really big tax credits. And obviously, I love that. I, I think all of us would love to do that. But I think the, what Ned is trying to get people to think about is, can we live within our means and also deliver big reform? but not sacrifice the savings that we've made. 
Um, I think it's important for us to think about how we can do this together. And unlike what happened during the State of the Union, where people are screaming at President Biden and yelling at one another, uh, it was really a civil day. And I think that that shows that we can actually still get stuff done on a bipartisan you know, basis. I, I think that that's definitely true. I, and I, I think for sure, based on late, you know, before the last election was held, I mean, Republicans were calling for more money to be returned to to taxpayers in Connecticut, but it seems in the session there's a little more clamoring on the Democratic side for spending. But my simple question is, is is that particular guardrail going to stay in place, that the volatility cap? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday the legislature unanimously voted to keep it in place for another 10 years, which is something that I had called on earlier in the week. And you're absolutely right. There are people in my party that want to spend all the money, and there are people in the other party that want to cut taxes. They're both, in my opinion, uh, wrong, <laughs> because um, we have to find the balance between those two things and, and sort of working together uh, down the middle to deliver some spending increases on things that really matter to people like education or housing and delivering some serious tax you know, cuts, as the governor did. I think that that's the right approach, not too far on one extreme or the other. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important that, you know, it's. I felt the same way after the Great Recession with all of the, the bond buying by the Federal Reserve. Like, you want to know that once the federal money dries up, that the Connecticut economy can stand on its own two feet without having to cut a ton of stuff. And so I think that's really important to thread the needle. And we don't know what the future is going to hold, so it's it's not an easy thing. I did notice, I don't know if you saw, I mean, you must know the numbers, but in... in um, and Keating's piece in the current at the bottom of it, they show all the budgetary stuff. They have all the numbers and man, they cut almost 20% out of your other expenses, your department. I mean, is that something you have a say in? Well, it's a conversation. The, the, the joke is that the budget speech uh, that the governor gives is the first inning of a nine inning baseball game. So we, we got a long way to go. Uh, there's a lot of time left and it's, it's really all about conversations and, I've been to this dance before. I was in the legislature for eight years. Now I'm the comptroller, and I, I think I have a good enough relationship with people to, you know, push back and make sure that we get the the, the funds we need to operate the department. Right. So there's no like. I mean, you can answer this any way you want. We're talking with Sean Scanlon, Connecticut comptroller. Is that the number where, like, before this budget is released, you have no idea what it's going to look like, and then you just see it for the first time, or do you, they, you get a heads no. up, or? Yeah, you get a you get a heads up, and uh, you kind of know where things are at, and look, look at what happened the other day with UConn, right? I mean, there's obviously this big conversation happening right now with them, and yeah. you know, a lot of that is people posturing and saying what they feel like they have to say. But at the end of the day, in my experience, things tend to work it out, and uh, and that's what you know we're going to try to do. The numbers are fascinating. There's a whole bunch of things. You can go to current.com and, and look for Chris Keating's piece. It has for every department. I just brought it up because they, they have yours as well. And we're talking with Sean Scanlon, Connecticut Comptroller. Any, I know you gave an update recently on the hero pay stuff, but maybe a lot of our listeners did, you know, didn't hear it. Um, what's the latest on checks going out and when, when will it be fully, everyone gets what they're supposed to get and all that stuff. Yeah, and again, this was the program that uh, you know my office runs that basically was giving bonuses to people who worked during the uh, you know the worst part of COVID. You know, talking about grocery store workers, nurses, Amazon drivers, and uh, I announced a couple weeks ago that we were going to be able to get those checks out between the first two weeks of February as opposed to the first six weeks was was originally proposed. So um, we are uh, on time, on budget to do that. Tuesday is two weeks, and every single person who elected to get a direct deposit of that, which was about 120 of the 150,000 people. They'll have it in their bank account by Tuesday. Uh, and then if you elected for a check, you'll get it by the end of the month. And I'm glad to 
be finally able to get this money out there because in some cases, a lot of these people have been waiting for this since last summer, Brian. So we're finally getting these checks for these heroes. Plus, to be honest, it's a great stimulus. It's, it's like, the remember back in the day, it's like a really good stimulus for the state in terms of the economy, too, because a lot of that money will end up coursing through the veins uh, of the Connecticut economy. Uh, you feeling, you've, you've getting some sleep? You've settled into the uh, rhythm here? I mean, this is a, it's, a, it's, a lot, it's a lot to handle, and you're what, like less than two months in? Well, you could tell in my voice I'm a little sick because I have two small children, and uh, it's like daycare is a petri dish of all germs. Oh, so I, I remember. A little bit of a cold, but uh, in general, look, I, I love the job. Uh, I'm trying to do the job differently in, in the way that people have done it before um, and really working on some exciting stuff. Yesterday, I went to a pizza place in the uh, Hartford area and taught me how to make a pizza because they were one of the first companies to sign up for the My CT Savings program that my office runs, which is basically a publicly run retirement program for any business in Connecticut that doesn't offer one to their employees. They can do one through me uh, free of charge with no fees and, and give their employees some retirement. So I'm having fun digging down on some really serious issues and just trying to make sure that uh, we keep the finances uh, going in the right direction. Here, yeah. I'm a huge advocate of that program because I, you know, your generation is di- different than mine and my mine is in the middle, but a lot of people in your generation, if, unless you're law enforcement or a teacher, you won't have a pension. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they're not going to be able to live off social security completely. And who knows if we'll even have it. So, I mean, I think that stuff is really important. So I think it's good, uh, good work, Sean. And I appreciate the time and have a great weekend. Feel better. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you. All right. Sean Scanlon, comptroller. I, you know, obviously he's, uh, he's got a lot on his plate. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.